Why, hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Random Randy. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for tuning in, whether you're on the YouTube channel or the podcast feed. It's much appreciated. So uh, hello, everybody out there. Uh, today, I'll just uh, start off with a thread talking about 1891 cable road construction in New York City. Now, this was a railroad that uh, was pulled along by a cable underground, kind of similar to if you've ever gone to Disneyland or uh, Adventureland here in the Midwest or Six Flags. When you're going on up the, uh, the incline, there's something that latches into the car and pulls you up that incline. So it's going to be similar to that, really. And this is the supposed building of that. But before we get into that, I wanted to take a look at like the current narrative, okay? And uh, just so that, you know, these folks don't get upset, uh, we've got the notice here. Now, <clears throat> I wanted to take a look at the narrative of New York City before it came a city. So there's an interesting thing happening here. And, and this also happens with uh, Chicago, um, maybe Los Angeles, kind of on the fence about that, but definitely Chicago. So we're going to take a look at this gallery and see what we see. Okay, unfortunately, it's all going to be in this small format, and, and there's really no way to enlarge that. Let me see if we can enlarge that. Okay, there we go. So that's going to be one of the first images. Now, to me, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's really hard to say. Is this being built up or excavated? Um, there's some, like, weird lampposts and stuff that look half buried, and we'll see that in other photos. But we see some things here that we just don't see in a lot of photos when it comes to the Tartaria or old world kind of movement. We see evidence that these things are being built. Right? See this crane over here? So it's it's very interesting to say the least. Let's move on to the next one and, and see what we see here. Now, this is going to be an etching, it looks like. But I wanted to put this up front. Yeah, and see, this is what we're given when we're shown, oh, it's farmland, guys, right? We're shown this. But you're going to see some interesting things in this presentation that, you know, beg a, a different thought. They really do. And, you know, um, is Tartaria a psyop? Well, here's the thing, everybody. Everything, everything that we're sold, told, by everything in its entirety could be by definition a psyop okay so does that mean that there's truth embedded in it probably does that also mean there's a bunch of bs being thrown in there and pushed around tiktok and everything else absolutely so again you know discernment is key when it comes to looking into some of this stuff uh you know unfortunately for most people a lot of this is gut feeling you know a lot of this is gut feeling now, um, so we'll take a look at these like 25 pictures, some of which are not so, but I mean, look, we'll, we'll open this up and take a look closer here because, because, you know, what do we see here? We see these buildings like on stilts, like, did they build them this way on the side of this hill or, you know, were they like excavating this area? What's going on here? This is weird, right? Like this is some of the weird stuff we see railroads coming in. Is this what it would look like to be being built from the ground up, you know, um, you know, in my opinion, I feel like there's a missing era that we're like not told about. And, you know, the closest thing that we can get to it would be like some kind of a fantasy. You know what I mean? Uh, and we'll take a look at some of that fantastic stuff here in just a moment. But these these pictures are just amazing. And I, I mean, I went down the rabbit hole and 
And here's what I'm finding, guys. I'm finding evidence of stone, massive stone structures, which are not really structures per se, but like an outcropping. And this is in New York where we know there's a lot of, what is it, um, schist, right? New York schist. So this is what we're looking at with the, the building of New York. We're looking at some interesting things. Um, and then, of course, we have some photos from the 1800s that are looking more like this. So, you know, is it possible that there was a previous version of society? We'll put it that way. A previous version of society that was an analog society that had brick roads everywhere. You see these nice brick roads. And uh, interesting thing is we won't really, I haven't found anyway, I should say, uh, construction photos of many of these imperial looking buildings. Now, it's so interesting to me that you find much of this imperial looking like infrastructure in, in anime. And they're always doing the one eye symbolism in anime. If anybody knows what that means, right? Always. They're always winking the eye. Always. Nonstop. So they're giving us pieces or there'll be like a floating feather which is like, it's like a thread, okay? Like you um, can key into it, but if you focus too hard on the thought, you lose it. Uh, so it's drifting like a feather, these light thoughts, these ideas that maybe they come from our past, right? Maybe, you know, who are we to say that there wasn't a previous civilization before the rollout of all of the orphan trains and everything else that actually implemented the society that we live in today? So, you know, we do see like houses upon uh, stone outcroppings um, made of wood. Right. So, you know, this is what we are supposed to see and believe is like, all right, all the infrastructure was like this. But this kind of stuff throws people for a loop. OK, now this could be possible with enough manpower and enough time. And who are we to say that the people running things the Masons, the secret societies, the Rotary Club, all of, all of it, all of it. Who's to say that they didn't have a plan for these places, these open lands? Who's to say they didn't have a plan? They definitely seem to be pushing a plan today and, and pulling it off. So why not yesteryear, right? So these are some of the photos that were given for the like building of New York, okay? So it's just to point out that, yes, a vast quantity of the area was un or underdeveloped, right? And they start putting streets in, uh, concrete berms. Now, are they just digging this out? That's the thought, right? Oh, they just dug this out. Look at all these piles of dirt. That's the Tartaria version uh, of what we see here. So... You know, it's just it's a question. It's a question on everyone's mind. What was going on in this time? How did they pull it off? Where did the manpower come from? We're given population numbers that don't make sense, uh, but the population numbers don't start until the 1800s. So what was going on before then? We just don't know. We are not allowed that information, that information. And I'll tell you right now, that information has to do with the previous version of of the social norm right? The past, right? And we are now in the future. There was a big push, much like today. There's being a big push for a different future. We see that. You see that today, all right? So why the denial 
that this didn't happen before. This definitely happened before. This change of society happens. It's growth. It's, uh, I hate to use the word for some people, but it's evolution, right? So, I mean, look at this. This is beautiful. Uh, we see the construction happening of a lot of things, guys, a lot of things. Now, does that mean that these designs didn't come from a previous civilization or society that maybe was deemed the rebels, hence the Civil War, right? No, uh, you know, great minds exist on both sides of every argument. So that's something to think about. You know, I just hope that you all can understand where I'm coming from there. And uh, it's amazing, amazing photos that we have. This is 1883, okay? So you see the, like, successive buildup of these areas, boarding off this entire thing because they're going to build in there so apparently they didn't have the really high chain link fences like we have today but it looks like there's some kind of an advertisement over here along this wall so were they advertising were these like the billboards of the day you know possibly right so it's really interesting stuff and this is kind of a sidetrack from where we started but I, I wanted everybody to see these images and you know this is in 1884 and yes, we have a dirt road coming up to an absolutely massive, beautiful structure with windows at the ground level. And that begs questions. Who, why, when was this all built, manufactured? Now, we'll get through these pictures and I'll show you what some of the thoughts, like the mystical Tartaria thoughts are on what New York City was. OK, and, you know, I think it's somewhere in between everybody. I really do. I really think it's somewhere in between the fantastic and the mundane. Right. That tends to be where most of society exists is right in the middle there. So, you know, we're going to look at some engineering photos of, of beneath the streets in New York here in a bit. And, you know, it, it just brings a lot of questions. All of these images bring questions to mind, don't they? Like what's going on with this massive rock outcrop? Now, some would say mud flood, but I mean, in order for this stuff to like be sitting like this, I mean, if you go to, here's the thing. If you go to Central Park, there's like a massive stone outcropping. So this stuff exists in New York. Um, and it appears as though there's a lot of these folks moving this entire rock structure here uh, or disassembling it, probably blowing it, blasting it up and, and carting it off clearing the way for new things for the future, right? So we see some evidence of these massive construction works and things going on. Does that mean that some of it didn't exist beforehand? No, that's probably true too, right? Especially when we see some of this infrastructure here, all of these people. Now you got to remember, this is an analog time. These people didn't have something to do in their apartment, like video games, um, most books were in the libraries, you know, you would go to the library to sit and read and, and absorb knowledge. So what do people do? They go out, they exist in society. So does that mean that they are all like mutants from the underground? Like, no, you know, or uh, that they're all like genetically engineered orphans, uh, because they all kind of dress the same. I, I don't know. Sure. Right. Like, dude, we don't know. We don't know exactly where we came from. We got stories. It's all stories, everybody, right? 
And so, you know, a lot of people look at this like, oh, those Tartaria people are crazy. No, they're they're definitely onto something. There's definitely is a cover up of the previous rebel history. And I'm going to call it that from now on. The rebel history is covered up. OK, the other side of the argument has been destroyed. It has been covered up. OK, does that mean that the people in control now were in control back then? You know, maybe there was a coup, right? Maybe there was a coup and this stuff was taken over. Maybe, you know, maybe there was a, a hierarchical figure that passed away or something. Maybe many times, you know, uh, leaving the kingdom open for uh, a coup or an intrusion, right? So, like, we seriously just don't know. We have the story of the Civil War. We have the story of Napoleon, which personally is looking more and more like Napoleon is uh, an entity, a thought form that encompasses more than just one person. It's more like a force, okay, or uh, call it an army or a, a purpose. There we go. Napoleon may very well just be a purpose that was being fulfilled during this period of time, just prior to this, okay? So there may absolutely have been a previous power system or system of control, right, that maybe has been usurped and probably had plenty of times in the past been usurped, taken over, handed to the next, and so on. This happens, okay? Look at what's happening now. There's probably going to be some kind of usurpment with the way government is run in the near future to usher in this new thing that they're calling the technocracy in the future, right? So we kind of see this happening right now. So did it happen back then? That's the question on everybody's mind. What exactly happened? I think that there's a much, much more human aspect to this whole Tartaria thing, I don't think it's all, uh, you know, impossible structures and uh, the same kind of crap as ancient aliens, like Ewar would say. You know, a lot of it is being pushed on TikTok. I recommend tune in over at uh, Ewar and Wooden Nichols. They've got, you know, YouTube channels. And and they discuss with Crow Triple Seven the, the uh, Trojan horse nature of these movements. Okay, so it's very important to... Use your discernment and look into these things for yourself because you're going to find different things than anyone else is going to find if you start looking. You're going to go a different direction than somebody else might go, right? And here's that lamppost I was talking about, guys. So there's a lot of weird stuff, sure. You know what I mean? Now, would you build the lampposts and everything before you put the street in? You probably would, to be honest with you, before this is all re-leveled. Right. You would run the electrical underground and everything. So this isn't a far cry from reality. These guys are leveling the street here. Of course, it's all mud. It's all brand new. But there are some strange things. Sure. There's like a strange uh, set of rails here. But if you ever seen concrete work, this is exactly what they do. They tape it off. They put some string. They level this area one at a time. And they probably go down the street here, leveling each area one at a time because the electricians have already put in these lamps unless these are gas lamps in which case they would be using piping okay so some of the stuff 
isn't out, as outlandish as it's being portrayed in like the Tartaria movement. Okay. Here's a, a finished street. Do we know if this is older uh, just because some of the bricks appear to be, you know, broken a little bit? You know, we, we really don't know. Things were repurposed in the past, everybody. Okay. Um, but it is interesting nonetheless to see these massive, you know, concrete looking structures sitting here with mud all the way up to the sides of them. <laughs> and these little wooden structures kind of hanging out around here. So there are some weird things. There does appear to have been a change of hands or changing of the guard or something. Um, but does that mean that these things were all built with like ether energy and all that? No, you know, I think it's more analog than that, everybody. And when I say analog, you know, I, I kind of do mean you call it diesel punk or steampunk or fuel punk, right? Oil's been around for a lot longer than we when we understand, okay? The monopoly on oil, however, is as recent as like the 17 and 1800s. Perhaps that's what the power struggle was about, right? Which is why these oligarchies uh, still have control. So just some interesting thoughts here, guys. And, uh, you know, you're free to make your own decisions and thoughts, but we do have some information that fits, you know, the narrative in Wood Hill. Very like, let's take a look. Some of these just are interesting to look at and see what's going on here. Beautiful, old, what we call uh, sometimes Tartarian style structures. So I do think there was a power pivot. Something happened. Right. And. We just don't know what we've got the story of the civil war. We, we've got tons of stories. Uh, I wonder why, you know, some of these video, uh, not videos, but pictures are like so completely whited out. Like you can't even see this house up here. Is that by purpose? Are there bigger buildings back here? We don't know about, we don't know. Um, I, I definitely am on the, the train that they do have and did have airships long ago. Now, now look at this guys. Maybe this is in the winter. Maybe why? <laughs> Maybe this is in the winter, everybody, but look at these trees, man. What happened here? What happened? You know, we're only given black and white. We can't tell if this is grass. We can't tell what's going on. It looks like dirt to me. These things look swept sideways like a massive storm. Something, something happened that we are just not, not told about. You know, now we are told about like the uh carrington event and, and certain things but they're like so shrouded in mystery you know they really are like completely shrouded in mystery and like all of this giant infrastructure that we see like is this like an homage to a previous time that that we have built with old secret technology now it's interesting you see the anchors here signifying like a maritime lifestyle and, and you know right in the late 1700s um all the way to the 1870s, if I'm not mistaken, the maritime law was being instituted. It was being installed. Okay. It was being installed. So there's so much to keep in mind here, guys, so much. And, you know, I hope you all are, are following along closely and, you know, taking mental notes and seeing that it is possible for people to build these structures in this time. Um, now, why would the people in power tell us about their plans, their designs, the way that everything was installed? They would want to have their story 
a certain way to recognize certain people that maybe those people that they're recognizing the architects and whatnot are people who have, you know, crossed over to the dark side, right? They're people that have, you know, fought against their brothers. We hear about that in the Civil War, right? Central Park, Sheep's Meadow. So that's just some of the stuff, right? And it was like a weird off, off tangent, but I wanted to show those with everybody. And there's some interesting stuff when we look at the 1891 cable road construction in New York City. And uh, it's, it's just incredible. Um, so uh, again, you know, I'll leave a link to, to this thread. You can go take a look yourself, see where it leads you and, uh, and go from there. Now, I tried to look for this electrical engineer magazine. And I found it for sale <laughs> on this site. All right. And you have to sign up to, to get uh, access to this. Otherwise they give you like five or six pages and uh, we'll dig into this a little further. I have some more photos uh, on this building process. I was able to find an album that outlines this but it's in an electrical engineer magazine from 1893 now it happened in 1891 okay um and we're gonna have to go big on this one guys let's uh expand this out here Whoop. okay so this is the album showing the construction supposed construction now many people would say why would you build a city like this without you know what I mean? Without everything. Okay, here. 10th Street, south from 10th Street. And, and I mean, you see some heavy labor happening here. A lot of people working on this stuff, right? Tons of people working on this stuff, bricking things in. Now, this isn't the most interesting of the pictures. This appears generally, you know, up to snuff. But then we start getting in later on and we see some of the existing like sewer lines and things. And look at this beautiful architecture back here. This is an 1891 Okay, so there was a civilization here in New York City, at least, that built all this stuff. Sure, credit may have been given to some one dude in the early 1900s or the late 1800s, but this stuff appears to have been standing like well enough for this population, a massive population of people, by the way. But when you start looking into some of these photos, guys, it gets a little strange. You see, this is all bricked in now, uh, and that's maybe the work they were doing. But like, there, there seems to be like buildup on things, and it's sure it's just a coincidence. And we've got all the bowler hat types, all the bowler hat types. Now, you know, we often talk about wearing different hats, right? And that maybe making us a different sort of person you wear a hat if you're a banker maybe it's a banker hat you wear a hat if you're a construction worker maybe it's you know a ball cap or you know uh, uh something but it's still nonetheless uh, or it's a hard hat right so we wear different hats for different jobs what was the job of the bowler hat and it's all over the place in anime and different things different fantasies right now when i see this kind of work happening and there is a lot of work going on here and they're really doing it and things are still operating around them. The city is alive and it's operating just fine around all these people. But like, look at this infrastructure behind them in the 1890s. 
So what really happened before the Civil War? What was it about? What was going on here? What really happened in the 1800s? We got the story from the winners, right? We know the story from the winners. It's got a lot of holes in it, to say the least, right? But like, look at this stuff. They are setting in infrastructure, guys. Whether you want to admit it or not, they're building a lot of this stuff. A lot of people would have said, oh, it was left over from before. Now, you know, maybe some of this was designed, created, and installed by people who were, for lack of a better phrase, taken over during the Civil War, during the 1800s, the French Indian, the Indian American, all these different tiny wars. What if all these tiny wars were part of the same big thing, right? Now, I don't know if there's access to this fountain statue anymore. Maybe we'll have to take a look into that sometime. But you can see the massive volume of installation happening here. But you also see, in my opinion, a lot of pre-existing stuff like this. You know what I mean? A lot of pre-existing things. And so, you know, there was, they had to remove dirt to get to all of this stuff. The stuff was already in there. You know what I mean? So sure, it brings up questions. What was really going on here? Many of these, I'm sure, like steam and gas lines. Several other types of lines. Okay. Now they're installing a whole different technology up here. We'll start to see that. And we saw that in the beginning, really, right back here. See, this is what they're installing, but they're having to work around all of this previous stuff, plumbing, you know, steam, big giant steam pipes. Okay. You ever seen movies where steam's coming up out of the streets in New York? Well, they, they still to this day have boiler systems underground that are feeding steam throughout the city. Okay. So, you know, I, I think that it's a far cry to say none of this was built by humanity. It was all built by giants. You know, I do understand that there were giants in our past. Now, why they're being covered up, you know, who knows? Maybe they're still in charge. Maybe they're not. Maybe a virus wiped them out. Maybe that's what the Black Death was, was a wiping out of the previous, you know, civilization. Was it strategic? Was it really a virus? Was it a war? Like, we just don't know. We have the story from the victors. But the underlying story through all these photographs is incredible. It's amazing. Like, see, up above all this piping and everything, there's somehow infrastructure to hold these trolley lines up that apparently was built before this installation. Right? It seems there's pre-existing infrastructure underneath here in 1891. Does that mean it wasn't people or it was, you know, some unknown people? No, I think it's a known people, but I think they were just conquered. You know, they were just usurped. You know, this whole era just kind of came into being. It went from like a very Victorian-esque time to an age of progress, like very quickly, right? The age of progress, the, oh man, like modern, yeah, modern era, you know, where you see uh, like the Empire State Building, we'll call that a modern, you know, era building, 
um, I'm forgetting the name of the of the art art deco, right? Uh, started coming along. So there was this shift, this change happening during the 1800s, and it's so incredible to think about what it was, how it happened, you know. And I think we get so caught up in the fantasy, we get so caught up, guys, in the fantasy that you know we forget that there was there were people before and we have learned a lot from those people before now does it mean that that new york actually looked like this with airships several different sub levels you know while it is a possibility you know i think that this is what was being planned out and was they were going for but something happened something happened to shift the power to start the wars to build the monopolies, to bring in the robber barons, all of that stuff. Something happened, right? Something definitely happened. And I think the part that's lost is what exactly that was, what the fighting was really about, you know, why the shifting of people from one continent to another, why was America supposedly lost, right? And, and then found again, what happened? What happened there? That's the big question. And that's the part that it's like getting kind of hard to weed through all the crap and look at uh, is, is what happened, what installed all this. Now, something I'll point out, guys, for all of this ironwork and steelwork to be created, that, you know, implies massive infrastructure, factories, things like that in the 1890s. So maybe all of the population that was here at this time is working on this project are part of these societies, the bowler hat society, the builder society, the new builder society, right? And so what are they doing? They're trying some ideas. And this idea winds up not working, by the way. Now we'll see some evidence of that later. Uh, oh, no, we won't actually. Um, but this winds up just moving too quickly. There's no way to stop it. It's chain driven, so it just keeps running. Uh, probably something similar to like the moving sidewalks they had in the World's Fair and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, this type of technology would have been what that moving sidewalk would have been, uh, you know, using. Okay. But we see some amazing stuff happening here. And yeah, they're using horses to pull these trolleys around. Something, there was a shift between gas and maybe ether driven we see gas lamp here okay so gas maybe ether also depending on uh you know what the purpose was in my personal opinion i think atmospheric electricity was being used primarily for lighting and and really like that's kind of it lighting possibly heating in some of the larger like victorian mansions and things like that uh, because it turns out it's not all that difficult to electrically heat you know your floors and things like that so, and, you know, with the patterns in some of these cathedrals, massive buildings with electrical looking patterns inlaid into the floors and different types of stone, could they have been using subtle energies to create that effect? I think it's a possibility, guys. I really do. Um, but, you know, I, I just uh, hope that you don't get so carried away in the fantasy of this is what the world looked like before. You know, this is what the idea of the world looked like before. But something happened to shift this. Something happened to bring in a whole new set of, of people 
to do all of this work instead. Look at that. All them hats, guys. All them bowler hats. So think of the infrastructure necessary to just create all these hats. <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, we see new stuff being laid in, right? But we also see a lot of the old stuff being dug out. Like, What was going on here? Why was this stuff covered? Why was it buried? Um, because it was part of the previous infrastructure, maybe, that ran the trolleys up above. Maybe it was steam, everybody. This looks like some heavy-duty, you know, steampunk-era uh, kind of infrastructure here. Like, these are massive heavy-duty valves and things. Like, I've been to places that manufacture these for, like, uh, submarines and things like that. And, dude, these are heavy-duty. These take skilled labor to create these things. So, yes, there was a skilled society before the 1800s. No, it wasn't medieval like we're being kind of told. Medieval. Uh, there's a missing piece. There's a missing culture that we're not shown. There's a missing culture that laid all of the ironwork into these old buildings in the 17 and 1600s that we're just not told about. We got the story of what the farm life was like. You know, but the story of what was going on in the cities is is lost because these this new power, right? Hand in the pocket, guys. Hand in the pocket, guys. Hand in the pocket, guys. Okay, you know this stuff isn't coincidence. And you're posing for a photo. You know what I mean? You know this is that second veil, guys. This is that hidden. You know, imagine if nothing was hidden from us. Would it be very fun to look into this stuff? I don't think so. So, you know, I kind of enjoy it. I can kind of understand the victors, you know, to the victors go the spoils. And perhaps these large grand cities were the spoils. But the question still remains, what in the world happened? What shifted this power? Think of, again, the infrastructure needed to crank out all of these wagons, all of these buggies, right? If you're using your heavy infrastructure to build heavy infrastructure, maybe that's why everyone's using horse and buggy because you could just breed these things. You know what I mean? Outside of the city, on the farm. So there are reasons behind all of this. And I, I urge everybody out there to think about those reasons, the reasons for the shift in power the reasons for the, the necessity to dig all this crap up and put in some new stuff and fix it. Or like in Chicago, you know, install new plumbing underneath, lifting the cities, all of these great works that seem to have happened, right? They're, they didn't happen by magic. Look at all these people. Look at all these people. So was Tartaria a PSYOP? Is Tartaria a PSYOP? In an aspect, sure. It leads you to a, fanta a fantastic place like this. Does that mean that this is uh, an illusion? No, this was the plan, guys. This was the analog plan for the cities. But what happened was, you know, electricity, different capacities of information, of knowledge unfolded somehow. In this time period, the focus changed. Things became corporate, incorporated, became all about oil and power.
Now, did that happen overnight? I don't think so. I think that this has been ongoing and we're just not told about the struggles that have happened throughout time to lead to the era that we are in today, right? And when you see all of these shades on all of the windows, you know what that makes me think? Because these people did not have any kind of cooling systems and things like that. So really, you could only get so many people into a certain area, still have it functioning, uh, ventilated, so on and so forth. But there's like another strange thing that we see is like these bricked up doorways that, you know, these probably connected at one point, guys. So, you know, what? it may have been something like this. Maybe not this grand, maybe not this extreme. But when you look at some old brick buildings, you see a lot of doors on the sides. A lot of doors on the sides that are like all bricked up. See? And this is in every like like every small town. You see this. When you have a couple buildings across the street from each other, you see this. Now there are new walkways connecting. But I think that they were made of iron or steel and they needed to be, you know, replaced, brought down, reused, recycled in order for this infrastructure to happen. Okay, so that's the thought, guys. Do they have technology? Sure, they have technology. They're using hydraulic and, and different methods, steam methods to do a lot of this digging and things. So, you know, the question still stands. What was going on? What was going on? Right. And. You know, it's just it's it's an incredible thing. This whole. Concept is a beautiful concept, but beneath this beautiful Tartaria concept is you know more there's a story here that's not being told that is being evaded like ran away from okay so we took a look at that album and uh, uh and you know this thread does pull up the thought that these old pipes are underneath here what's going on with that okay so there was definitely a society in place in these large cities before the 1800s or in the 1800s prior to the civil war that created all this stuff was never credited there's a lot of patents that were suddenly awarded to people in the early 1900s or just came to be for a lot of this type of infrastructure so that's the question that's that's the huge question you know what i mean it's it's absolutely crazy now when you look at like the tops of some of these buildings, we have ornamentation that is like a throwback to the old times. Like these vases up here, urns even, right? But this is another one. Now, keep in mind, we have the two pillars, always the two pillars. And is this a representation of God? You know, the winged lion, the, the griffin. We see different representations of higher, we'll call it higher power. Right. And so here's just a brief look at the skyline of New York kind of evolving. I think this is very interesting. So there was a push to go from analog. Analog still, still kind of analog. And then we push forward into the modern day. More analog and it starts getting you can start seeing the shift to brutalist. Digital. New future. And this is happening again. Look at Dubai, guys. You know what I mean? So let's just take another look here at the end. We'll, we're just looking at some pictures for fun here. 
at this point. This is a man asleep in the subway in 1939. Poor guy's shoes are all worn out. So they didn't have mass producers of shoes in China at that time. These things were made local. You had to get the soles replaced and everything. So just think about the infrastructure beneath New York. The subways. I mean, at a minimum... This stuff took a huge group effort to make happen, guys. And we forget about that. Look at this. This guy's selling bagels, pretzels on the subway. <laughs> Pouring champagne on the dream car. Trapped during a power failure in 1965. Just, it's incredible, isn't it? World War II, maybe. Yeah. Look at everybody. Look at everybody fucking smiling. Pardon my language, but geez. <laughs> We're all we're all gonna die. Let's get underground. You know, weird. The whole thing's weird. Now, and you know, we see excavate. They call this posed during the excavation of the Lexing Avenue subway line in 1910. The excavation that implies, guys, that implies that it was already there. You know, so are some of these Tartaria subject matter. Like false, sure, but are some of them really onto something? Was there something previous that existed that was just kind of built on top of? You know, I think so, and I think that this takes place everywhere, and I think that it's taking place now, right now. You know, go check out my Instagram at Random Fracks. I, I show you, you know, what a mine pond turns into a beautiful park, what uh, the lake down the street. Uh, actually is is pieces of old buildings under the water pieces of brick and and pottery and metal and all it's just a dump literally but they've turned it into a beautiful lake park with a marshland go down there all the birds are tweeting it's beautiful okay so we're always right on top of the previous thing you know even in our own lives we're building on top of our previous version of ourselves the the us from yesterday so does that mean it's like a crazy, scary freaking conspiracy? You know, everything, guys, if it's two or three or some five or more people involved in this hidden meaning thing, then it's a conspiracy. So there's conspiracy everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> you know, you and your friends get together, have an inside joke. That's a conspiracy. Right. So. You know, just use your due diligence, everybody. Uh, you know, I, and, you know, I do hope that this information finds you. This is another picture that's in another one of my videos. We have this interesting fella here. And, you know, these are banker hats, right? So we have the different hats, guys. Men wear different hats, conductor hats, uh, standard, regular, buying into the narrative hat or bowler hat, right? Buying into the narrative hat, guys. Okay, bankers wear the top hats. Top echelons of society. This is 1904. This is that first train. Now, maybe they dug a lot of this stuff up, prettied it up with some tile. You know, we don't know. Or maybe this was there. And they just couldn't get some of the stuff to function. They had to build their own carts. With, this appears to be being pulled along by something that we're not seeing here. You know what I mean? So a lot of this, yes, it was built by these people in these times okay this is in 1931 at the uh, automatic control board 
So if you go back, extrapolate backwards in time to 18 something, imagine this probably eight to 10 times the size, everything analog, everything steam driven, right? Or steam electric driven. This probably being in like a bunker underneath the city or underneath one of those massive, beautiful buildings. So <clears throat> there's a progression <clears throat> is what I'm trying to say. There's a progression. And, you know, sometimes that progression gets to a point where it's not usable anymore. Then conveniently enough or inconveniently enough, see right around the 1920s, look what happens. We have accidents, we have explosions, we have all these things happening to usher in the next thing. And it was right around the 20s that this style changed. Now we have flooding in 1940. And perhaps a lot of this underground infrastructure was used instead of for subways and things. Maybe it was used for flood control and the movement of water in the past. You know, we really don't know. Uh, elevated track nearly crashed off. Went to pull into that. See, so here's the thing. You had elevated trains even in New York back in the day. Up on Iron Pillars. Here's a station up here, right? <clears throat> so... That's the thing, guys, you know, uh, a lot of this stuff just happened to fall apart or have accidents or things. And, uh, you know, we're just not told about it. And there's some like interesting uh, pieces of infrastructure here that may have butted up against, a, you know, a walk bridge or things like that, that were made of iron that needed to be reclaimed. A lot of this stuff needed to be reclaimed to create the future that they had in mind for the 1900s. This, you know, mass produced, see the little, nice little watch, beautiful little clothes, uh, you know, American dream. In order for this dream to happen, all of this stuff had to be done. So, you know, is it a far cry to think that maybe New York looked something like this at one point in the past prior to 1900? I don't think that's a far cry. We see the factory infrastructure in the background there. We see some typical, uh, you know, style, uh, what do you call them? brownstone style homes here. A lot of brickwork. Maybe this stuff needed to come down. Maybe it did. Maybe it came down in, you know, what we're told of the burning of New York in 1776, right? So I think a lot of this infrastructure was brought low. We don't see it anymore. Perhaps this is where the bankers lived. They wanted new digs, guys. They wanted new infrastructure for themselves. More like this. This is, you know, and think about that. These people that live at the top of these structures are the ones running things. And look, even on their structures today, they still have those homage to the old time domes. You know what I mean? So why would a people who had nothing to do with this infrastructure and this beautiful, you know, design elements, why would they want to pay homage to that unless they were a part of it? That's the question, guys. That's really the question. Um, does that mean everything is Tartaria? No, it's not. Uh, you know, of course not. I think that there were a different United States 
or uh, confederation, maybe even of states that, you know, a union developed a, a union is also kind of another name for society. If you think about it, um, developed in the North and, uh, you know, maybe it was at its heart Roman, right? Um, maybe the, the fall of Rome happened in the past and this is the Western Roman empire, New York, that we see. And, you know, maybe that Western Roman empire had a power shift and then shifted back and is back to Roman uh, today. Right. And maybe this dream is actually not far from the reality of today. We do have a pedestrian level, but it also shares motor traffic. But if you go below, we, we have trains. So, you know, they've kind of skipped a lot of this. They've put a lot of this infrastructure around the city. There are even some parts of this highway system that run right next to like the fifth and sixth stories of buildings. So this isn't far from what actually happened. It's really not. But, you know, it's, it's so fun to look at this stuff and, and hear those design elements again, you know. Um, so it does beg the question, what, what was was a lot of this stuff purposefully like buried, you know? Was it buried by the previous uh, power structure or the previous like maybe it was the confederation of the United States or, you know, something before it became the uh, corporation of the United States? So these are some things to think about. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so stoked that you all could join me on this. And uh, that's about it for this run. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And I do hope that uh, once again, this information finds you well. And have a blessed and wonderful rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whatever it may be when you watch this video. Thank you so much for tuning in. And give us a subscribe, a like, and all that fun stuff. Go check out the podcast on uh, anchor.fm slash redthreadpodcast. Got some great conversations over there. More work going into that soon. And you can also find the YouTube videos, some of them there. Thank you so much once again. Have a wonderful rest of your day.